Davis Financial Advisors is a branch office of and securities offered through Independent Financial Group, member FINRA and SIPC. Sean Davis is a registered representative of Independent Financial Group. The interpretation and organization of these ideas are the confidential thoughts of Sean Davis and do not necessarily represent the opinions of IFG Incorporated. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, including market fluctuation, possible loss of principal value or liquidity, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment strategy will be profitable. And now, Uncommon Investments and Resources presented by Davis Financial Advisors, independent investment services for pursuing your investment goals. Here's your host, Sean Davis. Welcome to the show. This is Uncommon Investments and Resources presented by Davis Financial Advisors, and I happen to be your humble host. My name is Sean Davis. I'm going to be your guide and moderator for the next hour as we discuss all the uncommon, the different, the less widely known investments, strategies available to you that you may not have known were available. But um, today I want to start the show. I want to, I want to start the story, show with a story that you may or may not have heard of recently. This was all over Yahoo News. It's about this doctor in, um, in Michigan, Dr. Farid Fata, who was uh, recently uh, sentenced to 45 years in federal prison for violating more than 550 patients' trust and raking in more than 17 million in fraudulent buildings. This guy, from what I understand, uh, gave chemotherapy to people that did not have cancer, undertreated people that did, and made the, the end of life for many folks a lot more unbearable than it had to be. If he could pocket from it, he, he billed for it, and he did it. Even healthy people. Here's a doctor that gave poison, chemotherapy, to people that didn't even have cancer. I mean, what kind of a person does that? Borman, who sentenced Fada to 45 years total on multiple counts of healthcare fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy to pay and receive kickbacks, said the crimes called for a very significant sentence for very, very, very terrible conduct. Um, I went through a myriad of emotions after reading that story. Number one, I was concerned for all those families and all the people affected by this horrible person's greed. My father recently passed away, and although he did not pass because of cancer, it made me think of him and his last days and how many of the victims of this doctor suffered needlessly. And then it made me mad. Mad that something like this can go unnoticed and unchecked for years. Lastly, it made me think of how to avoid something like this happening again, or how to someone else in my life. I mean, when I thought about it from that perspective, I wondered how many of this doctor's patients actually got a second opinion on their disease or treatment course. If I had to guess, I'd have to guess that a majority of the people victimized most likely did not get a second opinion on their treatment course. If they had gotten a second opinion, I would imagine that it would have been a lot more difficult for this rogue doctor to perpetrate this fraud with so many people. They would have had someone else stepping up to say, no, this is wrong. Or there's a different course that we can and should take. What does this story have to do with investments, investment planning, or my show, Uncommon Investments and Resources? Well, it has everything to do with the theme of getting a second opinion. I can't think of two more important areas of considering a second opinion than your health and your money. And if you're a person of faith, then your highest priorities are likely to be God, family, health, and then money. I'm not trying to say that most investors are facing an equivalent jeopardy with their finances, as this story would illustrate with health, but I am trying to say that regardless of your diagnosis, you should seek the counsel of several people to get a second opinion. I want to make the case today for why I believe 
that this is a very important time to get a financial second opinion on your investments and or your investment strategy. Not every person, every advisor, every doctor is going to see your situation the same. These differences in experience and perspective can provide meaningful value to you. The investment world is not certain. If you're listening, you are a different woman, a different man, a different family with different objectives and goals. It is unrealistic and unreasonable to assume that a one-size-fits-all investment strategy is the best course of action for you. There's a lot that makes me nervous about the state of the financial markets right now. In a nutshell, I'm concerned that a lot of people, maybe you, are the frog in the pot of the warm water on the stove. It feels really good right now. But you may not realize you're about to be cooked and eaten. What do you mean, Sean? The economy's improving and the stock market's doing great. What are you worried about? Well, that's precisely why I use the frog in the pot analogy. There is a lot to like right now with the warm water all around us. The economy is improving, albeit very slowly. The stock market has been up a lot, but if you haven't noticed, it's also gotten a lot more volatile tool, too. Recently, the New York Stock Exchange was shut down because of a computer glitch. Then there was this whole Greece debacle that roiled the financial markets in turmoil for a few weeks. By the way, be prepared to hear more about Greece in the future. To use the words of the very talented Taylor Swift. Yes, I'm going to quote Taylor Swift right now. <laughs> Band-Aids don't fix bullet holes. Greece is a bullet hole, and the EU nations decided to put a Band-Aid on the situation. Here's another concern. Uh, what is going to happen to your money, to your investments, to your retirement accounts when the Fed finally starts to raise interest rates? How's your money going to be affected? Do you have a strategy? How's your strategy going to be affected? Do you think bonds are going to be okay? If you haven't noticed, the drumbeat of concern regarding the stock market taking a dive in the future has accelerated as well. I am not a prognosticator, nor do I have a crystal ball about when these things are going to happen and what will be the effect on your portfolio. However, I do see an opportunity to make some meaningful and prudent defensive changes to most people's portfolios. Today, today's show is going to be about my areas of concern regarding investments and the markets and the reasons why it might be prudent for you to get a second opinion. I have broken my concerns down into five broad categories. Uh, we're going to discuss first world events, you know, what happened in Greece, what's going on in the EU, and what the heck is happening in China. Then we'll discuss domestic concerns. You know, what's going on in the United States? What are my concerns about where the market's at? Did you know that this is the third longest bull market in the last hundred years? Did you know that this has been the worst start to the first six months of this year in the market that we've had in the last four plus years? Does that mean anything? I don't think it means nothing. We'll discuss strategy concerns. Next, we'll discuss your financial advisor and why you might be limited by your financial advisor. And lastly, for you do-it-yourselfers, if you manage your own money, I'm going to discuss why you especially might want to get a second opinion. All of that is going to be discussed during today's show. Now, in preparation for today's show, I've created a bit of a cheat sheet for you. It's a new white paper that I've written. It's called Davis Financial Advisors' Call to Action. The case for a second opinion on your investment planning. Five reasons why now is the time. Now, just so you know, it took me uh, two and a half days to do this research. 31 pages of information. And I think I make a compelling 
reasonable, logical case for why today's world is different. And just because your strategy has served you well in the last two, three, five years does not mean it's going to be the best strategy for the next couple of years. There are meaningful changes ahead on the horizon, and we think your portfolio should adapt to those. And that is a good reason to call us at 800-682-2806. I want to give you my Davis Financial Advisors call to action, the case for a second opinion on your investment planning, five reasons why now is the time. But you got to be proactive. you got to call us at 800-682-2806. Now, get ready. We're going to jump right into it right after this brief break. John Davis, Uncommon Investment. We all know somebody who's had the cancer scare or even had to deal with the disease. Heart issues, significant health matters. Once diagnosed, many, if not most, immediately got a second opinion on what they were told in the treatment options. It's a very serious matter, your health. And next in line is your financial health. So many people never consider a second opinion on their financial health for no good reason. Why put that off? Why not get another look, another way to accomplish the objectives? You still have the ability to choose to stay the course or to make a change. At least you know there are options. Now is the time to take that action to get a second opinion. In medical terms, one might say the stock market is acting unpredictably. It needs a checkup. Is it well, healthy? There's a case to be made that it is not. Don't find yourself caught in an unhealthy financial situation. Get a second opinion by calling Davis Financial Advisors at 1-800-682-2806 or visit them online at davisfinancialadvisors.com. I hear something saying. Welcome back to the show. Shaw Davis on your radio, talking about your money, talking about your investments, talking about all things financial, of course, all things uncommon, as always. And I'm trying to make the case. I'm trying to make the case to you reasonable, logical, intelligent people out there that now is the time to get a second opinion. And I've got a a latest white paper I've written, 31 pages of information. It's called a call to action. If you sense in your gut, in your spirit, if you have it, if you have that that sixth sense that uh, things are different, this is this is concerning, then it's time to get a second opinion. I've got the case for a second opinion on your investment planning. It's five reasons why now is the time. And I'll give it to you if you phone us at 800-682-2806. It's a toll-free number, 800-682-2806. So getting to it. One of the things, I'm, I'm going to briefly touch on this because world concerns are always going to be chaotic. Uh, Greece matters. It matters to your portfolio, as you've seen in the last few weeks, months. I mean, this has been going on for a few years. Um, every time Greece comes up, uh, the markets jump around. They freak out. Uh, right now, we've got China slowing. Now, if you haven't uh, heard that news also, China's market, their stock market, was off 30% in about three weeks Um, that's a big deal. Um, And then beyond that, you've got the EU, the European Union, um, Europe in general, slowing tremendously. They're in stagnation, high unemployment. None of those countries are doing well. And the reason why Greece matters to your money is that, you know, the EU, they're the coal miners. Greece is the canary. The concern is that what happens in Greece could be the best example of what might happen to other nations in the European Union. We all know that they're laden with debt. We all know that uh, taxation is high. Austerity measures have begun. Um, Greece is resisting. Germany's getting tired of it. 
And so all of this is embroiling the markets in a lot of turmoil. And it could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. My point to you is all of these world events do have a meaningful effect on your portfolio. And they mean something. It's naive to think that they don't. And so world events, and I've got a lot more detail about Greece, EU, and China in my white paper, but world events matter to your portfolio, and what's going on right now is a good reason to get a second opinion. So category number one, we're talking about world events. And I'll let you read that information in our, in our white paper. I've got a lot of information on China and, and uh, other facts on the EU there. But I want to talk about domestic concerns as well. That's reason number two. Reason number two um, corporate earnings, this is corporate earnings season, and corporate earnings are not great, and they may be trending down. It's time for corporate America to issue their latest quarterly report cards, and unfortunately, a lot of them may be getting C's and D's. Companies in the benchmark S&P 500 are expected to report that their profits and sales for the second quarter were down nearly 4.5% from a year ago. This is according to data from the FactSet Research. That's not good news. It's going to be tough for the current bull market which is getting older or getting old after a more than six-year run to keep going up if earnings are lackluster. Many experts think a correction, a 10% pullback, is at the minimum inevitable. There are growing concerns that stocks are too expensive. So many of the blue-chip companies that are likely to be hit by stronger dollars see the dollars rebounded because everyone else is more screwed than we are. You know, they're in a more precarious position than the U.S. The U.S. is the best house in the worst neighborhood. The problems in Greece and China may hurt companies' outlooks as well. So, But the biggest reason domestically that I'm concerned is rising interest rates. We all know that the Fed is expected to increase interest rates. Everybody's been talking about it, and everybody believes that's probably the biggest reason why the stock market has risen is the fact that the only place you can get yield is in the stock market, or has been. And so with interest rates trending up, why does that matter, Sean? What, is, what does that have to do with my portfolio? Well, it has everything to do with your portfolio. Interest rate increases pretty much affect every industry, but more importantly, they affect bonds significantly. Are you a bond investor? Do you have a large amount of money in bonds? All bonds are sensitive to interest rates. So something that's meaningful and different would be to maybe reposition your bond portfolio into short-term or mid-term bonds because they have less jeopardy than long-term bonds if interest rates go up. Another concern that I have is interest rates going up is going to have a, a, an effect on the stock market. You know, the U.S., the Fed chair, uh, by the way, Janet Yellen, she did reiterate that she expects to raise rates this year. But the U.S. risks inflating asset price bubbles with devastating consequences if it leaves interest rates at zero, according to a senior Federal Reserve official. Many of you may have heard of James Bullard, head of the Reserve Bank of St. Louis. He told the Financial Times on Monday that the Fed should get on with normalization. They should raise rates sooner rather than later. He's concerned that keeping rates artificially low is going to fuel another bubble, just like we did in the tech bubble in the 1990s. You know, in the housing bubble of 2000s, he said zero interest rates is too low in that kind of an environment. I wouldn't be comfortable with that. A zero rate would feed into an asset price bubble. He's concerned that the market is that next bubble. So I did a little research. What happens to the stock market when the Fed starts to raise interest rates? And here's what's interesting. This comes from uh, Bob Johnson. He's the CEO of the American College of Financial Services in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. And during the period from 1966 through 2013, 
Stock market returns have historically been highest in expansive Fed policy periods. In other words, let me say it simply. The stock market loves it when when interest rates are low, but when interest rates start to rise, the performance, the market's return starts to get negatively affected. And those return differences have been dramatic during expansive monetary conditions. So when the Fed decreases interest, that's expansion, the S&P 500 has averaged 15.18%. Now, when the Fed starts to raise rates, restrictive monetary conditions, the S&P's returned only 5.89%. That's like one-third, one-third the performance. So that's why I say what has served you well for the last five years, that doesn't mean that that's going to be the best place to be in the next two or three years. Did you know, interesting statistic, another little research factoid, and I've got all of this information, by the way, in our, in our uh, latest call to action 31-page white paper. But here's an interesting statistic for you. The stock market has had its worst six-month start in the last four-plus years. Did you know that? Is your advisor telling you that? Kind of be interesting to know that, right? Worst start in the last six months, or last four and a half years, I'm sorry. The worst six-month start in the last four years. If you haven't noticed, the stock market has been really, really volatile but hasn't made much in the way of meaningful growth. So I went back and did a little research for some perspective. I looked at Yahoo Finance and their archive tool for getting actual day-to-day close information on the stock market's performance. And the first six months of 2015 have seen and have been the lowest growth, least performing six months in the last four years. I went back to 2011 and looked at the first trading day in January and then compared that to the last trading day in June just to try to get some sort of an idea. So I looked at 2011, and in six months, the market went up 744 points. In 2012, the first six months, it went up 411 points. In 2013, it had almost a 1,500-point increase in six months, 1,497 to be exact. 2014 brought a bit of a slowdown. Uh, 2015, or excuse me, 2014, it only rose 385 points in six months. But 2015 is the first year it's been negative. It lost 213 points in that first six months. What does that mean? It means that the longer the stock market continues to rise, the more likely it is that we'll see a slowdown and possibly a correction. You should be planning for this with your investment strategy, or your advisor should be planning for this with your investment strategy. So that kind of brings me to another concern. Do you have a strategy? Does your financial advisor have a strategy? Um, That's a third concern of five. You know, strategy concerns. What is your current investment strategy? Who created it? When was it created? And is it still appropriate in today's environment? It's critically important in today's environment to have a good strategy. I think there is a Will Rogers quote that goes something like, people don't plan to fail, they simply fail to plan. Not having a strategy is equivalent to you being a kite without a tether in a hurricane. You just drift where the wind takes you. This is obviously not the best approach. So here's a few examples of some of the strategies we've seen come through our doors at Davis Financial Advisors. Fixed income bond strategy. You know, this strategy might be in play if you need retirement income and maybe you've been more of a conservative investor. Our concern is that this strategy would have to be updated to address the falling value of bonds when interest rates rise. If the only thing you're in is bonds and interest rates rise, you're going to be clobbered. 
you might need to pivot to short and midterm duration bonds, as the longer-term bonds are the most negatively affected when interest rates rise. I've seen strategies, fixed income, real assets. Is that your strategy? Owning stuff outside of bonds that produce income. Maybe your strategy's stock market good. This strategy is the most widely held that we've seen, but it only works really well when the stock market cooperates. What I mean by this is that do you have a strategy that's 100% dependent or largely dependent on the stock market continuing to go up? And what are you going to do when the market doesn't cooperate? Maybe you've got a blended equity bond allocation, the classic kind of 60-40 split between bonds and stocks. Maybe you own real estate only. Is that the best place to be in the next few years? Maybe primarily annuities. Maybe you've gone to precious metals as a concern over the dollar. Maybe you're in alternative investments. My point is, what is your strategy and how are you adapting that strategy to what we're seeing going on, not only in the world, but here domestically? That would be an important thing to discuss with an advisor. And if you're not having those types of conversations, maybe you should. And here's a number you can call, 800-682-2806. I've got a Davis Financial Advisors call to action, the case for a second opinion on your investment planning, five reasons why now is the time. I'd like to send it to you. Here's the number. Write it down or call it now, 800-682-2806. It's toll-free, 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Once they get the answer to these questions, we're going to send this information out to you. It's 31 pages. I think it's compelling. I think you'll want to have it. And I think I make a reasonable and logical case for why it's important to sit down with somebody that has a different perspective. 800-682-2806. Now, when we come back, I'm going to talk about advisors and do-it-yourselfers. That and more. Sean Davis, Uncommon Investments. Have you ever dragged your feet on something and wished that you had taken action? Maybe a car you didn't buy, a house you didn't make an offer on, an investment that you didn't follow through with? Is this the case with your portfolio today? Have you been thinking about a second opinion, but it just hasn't been the right time? Now is the time. Don't procrastinate. The market has become twitchy. It's bouncing. Are you in the right position to continue to grow or at very least withstand the market adjustment? Has your broker suggested you sell while the market hovers at all-time highs? If not, do you have a plan when to sell? Is there a strategy, a trigger point that protects your assets? If not selling now at the very top, then when? The case for a second opinion has never been stronger. Don't repeat regret with, I should have. Now is the time to act on your good instinct and knowledge. Get a second opinion on your retirement position by calling Davis Financial Advisors now. 1-800-682-2806. 1-800-682-2806. Or visit them online at davisfinancialadvisors.com. Be prepared for more of those things you're going to need to take notes on. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio, talking about your money, talking about your investments, talking all about the reasons, the justifications, the ideas, the thoughts, the concerns that I have for you getting a second opinion. I think it's important. I think it's necessary. I think it's prudent. I think it's reasonable. No one company, one person has a lock on all the great ideas out there. And we're talking about the world. We're talking about domestic concerns, world concerns, strategy concerns. What's your strategy? Do you have one? Do you know if your advisor has one? We're talking about advisors, and then I'm going to talk to your do-it-yourselfers at the end of the show. Um, and if you're sensing in your spirit, if you're a gut person, 
you listen to your gut and you look around and you go, hey, things are different. Things are kind of crazy. There's a lot of chaos going on right now. And by the way, this has been the slowest start to the first six months of this year and the last four in the market. Uh, this is the third longest market up, six plus years that we've had in the last hundred. A lot of reasons. A lot of reasons you might want to get a second opinion. I've got something. It's called a call to action, the case for a second opinion on your investment planning. Five reasons why now is the time. And I'll give it to you if you phone us at 800-682-2806. It's a toll-free number, 800-682-2806. All right, so I want to talk about uh, your financial advisors. I was was reading an article about the top four reasons clients leave their advisors. I mean, I'm in the industry. This would be important to know. Um, And I wanted to share it with you because maybe you're sensing or feeling some of this, which would be another reason why to potentially get a second opinion. But... Uh, The fourth of four reasons, the least important reason why somebody would leave would be long-term portfolio losses. Uh, Long-term, more than one year, losses to your portfolio. Uh, That was chosen by 37% of the mass affluent and millionaire cohorts, uh, while for the ultra-high net worth, this was a survey of ultra-high net worth folks, 40% chose that as the reason to leave their advisor. I mean, if you suffered long-term losses, you might want to pick up your bags and go someplace else. That does make sense. Of the services clients expect from their advisors, Choosing investments and diversifying their portfolios top the list. Advisors may get a breather on performance worries for a while, given the stock market's rise over the last few years. But that's the fourth least important reason why people leave their advisor. Number three, uh, not being proactive in contacting you. Uh, 93% of ultra-high net worth folks prefer that the advisor initiate contact with them. Most high net worth folks want to be contacted quarterly, 35%. Uh, Some want monthly, 32%. Are you, yes, you, I'm talking to you, are you being contacted as frequently as you wish? With the world and the markets changing every day, not to mention your own personal financial situation changing over time, wouldn't it be important that your advisor proactively communicate with you? Um, Number two reason clients leave their advisors, not providing me with good ideas or advice. Sure, your advisor may be providing newsletters and webinars and maintaining a blog, but Is all of that information even relevant to you? I do a radio show, but sometimes I wonder if that has less value to my clients than I think it might. Only a little more than half of respondents rated the content of face-to-face meetings with their advisors as excellent. A little more than half. While less than a quarter said the same about newsletters and about um, blog content, etc. Only 10% rated that high. I believe, me, Sean Davis... Part of my core philosophy, my belief is that a financial advisor should bring you, bring you, not you bring them, but bring you knowledge, information, and resources that you cannot easily come by on your own. Otherwise, what's the point of the relationship? Where is the value? If your advisor only manages your money in the stock market for a fee, is that really worth the fee? Most investors with that kind of relationship might consider firing the advisor, buying a low-cost index fund, and Recovering the fee difference. At least you'd recover the fee that you were paying, right? Think of it this way. I'll put it into monetary numbers for you. A 1% fee paid on a $400,000 portfolio, $400,000 portfolio, 1% per year fee paid on a $400,000 portfolio would cost $4,000 a year. However, when you calculate this over 25 years and assume that you had not paid the fee, the fee would have been added to your account balance each year. You would have had it. You, you could have kept it. At a 7% growth rate, that 4% fee 
plus what it would have grown to would be $252,000 in additional wealth. Are you getting the equivalent of $252,000 worth of ideas, strategies, performance, and communication from your current advisor if you have $400,000 or more with them? If not, get a second opinion. Are they showing you how to own rental property in your IRA? A three-bedroom, two-bath house, have they shown you how to do that? Have they shown you how to do a Roth conversion and maybe mitigate the tax? Have they shown you how to phase into retirement and generate income from passive investments that aren't as sensitive to interest rate movements as bonds? Have they shown you how to drive long-term stock market equivalent returns from other investments outside the stock market? If not, what else are you missing? The number one reason people leave their advisor, not returning phone calls, emails in a timely manner. 67% of ultra-high net worth investors listed not returning phone calls in a timely manner as the top reason they left their advisor. 53% cited email. So if you're not feeling the love, all the more reason to get a second opinion. And here's something interesting that you may or may not know. Not all advisors are the same or have the same resources. Most financial advisors are limited in what they can offer their clients. If you have an advisor that is affiliated with a very large life insurance company, then more than likely the answer to all your financial goals and concerns will be some sort of an insurance product. If you have an advisor that's affiliated with a large stock brokerage firm, then the answer to all your financial goals and concerns is more than likely going to be the stock market. Maybe that's the right choice for you. Maybe not. But when the big firms have 300 of their own mutual funds to offer, do you see that there might be a problem with bias or objectivity? You know, many of the insurance only sales agents out there want you to stay away from the stock market and put your money in guaranteed annuities. Is there a problem with bias or objectivity when an insurance guy recommends insurance products only? You know, who your financial advisor is affiliated with has a material effect on the advice that you are given. And to think otherwise, I think, is naive. You know, when, when's the la- if your advisor manages money in the stock market for a fee, when's the last time you ever heard them suggest that the stock market might be a bad place to be. Now, we've seen that in the last 15 years. There have been obvious times where the market was not making sense and was hemorrhaging. But when do they ever tell you to get off the ride? Often they don't. It's very rare. you know. And so my concern, the reason I'm talking about getting a second opinion, is that there's a lot of different advisors, and I work in a great industry, and there's some awesome folks out there. And if you've got one, hallelujah, amen, I'm glad you do. But if you're not feeling the love, if you don't feel like you're being broad ideas, if you don't feel like you're being, pro, being uh, proactively approached with different strategies, risk mitigation, talking about the markets, talking about what's going on, returning your emails and your phone calls, if you feel that that's going on, that's a good reason to phone us right now. We'd love to give you a second opinion. And as a way of introduction, I'm going to give you our call to action, the case for a second opinion on your investment planning, five reasons why now is the time. And all you've got to do, one simple phone call, 800-682-2806. It's toll-free, simple, 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few questions, and then we'll send this information out to you. And we'll offer you an opportunity to sit down with us. Take advantage of it. It's your money. You're paying for the lessons. I'll be back right after this. Are you comfortable with your portfolio positions? Do you like what you're seeing with the stock market volatility? Do you know what the global impact of Greece or China or the Japanese markets mean to you and your money? Your retirement income? The answers to those questions are probably no. If you're like many of us, you just don't know what it all means. It it means something. It's a heads up that means something is going on that could impact us all. 
world markets are correlated. What happens in one part of the world can greatly impact everyone. It's happening at a faster pace than ever before, and that's why it's so important you get input on your financial future from more than one source. The case for a second opinion has never been stronger. There are ways to protect yourself from what happens on the other side of the planet. Call Davis Financial Advisors now, 1-800-682-2806. They'll give you an unbiased look at your position. 1-800-682-2806. Online at davisfinancialadvisors.com. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio, talking about your money, talking about your investments, talking all things financial, of course, all things uncommon as always. And I have been for the last hour and 45 minutes trying to make the case for why I think it's a critical time right now to get a second opinion on your investment planning. Uh, We've been talking about what's going on in the world. I've been talking about domestic concerns. I've been talking about different strategies that I think could be outdated or need to be amended and or fixed. Um, I've talked about how, you know, your advisor, the relationship you have with them, they may be limiting you in some way and you don't even know it or realize it. Um, And now I want to talk to you do-it-yourselfers. But before I do, and and this will be a discussion for the people that manage their own money, okay? I've got some some very interesting points I want to make to you. But before I do, um, I'd like to send you, if you feel like now would be a time, if you feel like what I've said is reasonable, if it's prudent, if it makes sense, if it's logical, if the idea of sitting down with somebody that thinks different, that thinks outside the box, that maybe has a different perspective on your strategy, your investments, or your situation, if that appeals to you, then by way of introduction, I'd like to send you some information. I've got a Davis Financial Advisors call to action, the case for a second opinion on your investment planning. Five reasons why now, now is the time. And all you got to do is phone us, 800-682-2806. It's a toll-free number, 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few simple questions. We'll send this information out to you today, and um, Kaylee and or Stephanie in our office will call you to see if you'd like to sit down with us one-on-one to get a second opinion. Uh, Remember, it's your money. You're paying for the lessons. You might as well get educated. So, Let me talk to you do-it-yourselfers. If you're managing your own investments, have you ever thought, have you considered that you might be limiting yourself? If you're managing your own money without the help of a financial advisor, I can imagine that either you don't see the value in that kind of relationship or someone in my industry let you down in the past and you realize that nobody is going to care more about your money than you do. I understand. I get it. You're not alone. I've met very successful people that are quite capable at managing their own money. However, it doesn't mean that they aren't missing valuable ideas and or resources by not engaging with the right financial advisors. Financial advisors need to add value. Yes, I agree. They do. The fundamental premise of an advisor relationship with Davis Financial Advisors is that we will bring you and all of our clients, knowledge, information, and resources that you cannot easily come by on your own. In other words, think outside the box and bring uncommon resources to the table. However, you, have you ever considered that you, if you manage your own money, you might be limiting yourself if you do it alone? I mean, my job, I have a full-time job. It's not a part-time job. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I just want to share with you, I do all the research for the radio show. Me. I write the white papers. I've written all of our website content, davisfinancialadvisors.com. I'm the one with my ear 
to the markets and the world's economy, trying to decipher where the next opportunity lies. If you have a full-time job now, how much time can you actually devote to the same research? If you're retired, why would you ever want a full-time job again? Obsessing about this, waking up to be ready for the morning bell. I've met good people that I feel are living a lesser-than-optimal retirement lifestyle because one of the spouses obsesses over where the stock market's going. In other words, their entire retirement strategy is dependent on a favorable stock market. I mean, if this is you, this is how it goes, right? Market's up, you have a good day. Maybe you're on vacation, market's up, everything's great. But if the market's down, if it's hemorrhaging, if it's losing value, oh, it's not a good day no longer. You know, How many of you go home and tell your spouse, oh, we made this much money today, or we lost that much money today, and you're retired? I mean, how secure, how secure does that feel? But I get it. In other words, the entire strategy is dependent on a, on a favorable stock market. So you feel the need to keep watch on the guard tower, waiting for the return of the marauding invaders. You know, Stated a little differently, you can't enjoy retirement to its fullest because you only have peace of mind when the stock market continues to go up. That's a very one-dimensional strategy, and it does not have to be that way. Let me ask you a question, you do-it-yourselfers. Who's going to do it when you're gone? You know, another reason to consider getting a second opinion is your mortality. Let's assume that you've been and most likely will continue to be a person that prefers to manage your own money. And let's also assume that you're skilled at it. Here's a concern you may or may not have. Who's going to do this for your spouse if you aren't able? Maybe it's a death. Maybe it's a physical impairment like a stroke. Whatever the cause, is it reasonable for you to assume that your spouse can manage your money as well as you have? I've met very few husband and wife teams that make joint decisions with regard to investment selection and implementing a strategy. In most of the interactions that I've had with clients and prospective clients, there is a lead financial person in the marriage. That person is normally the person that makes the bulk of the decisions. This does not mean that the decisions are not discussed. It means that the non-lead spouse will normally defer to the person that has been successful and made more of these types of decisions. Let me give you an example. I, Sean Davis, I'm married to my high school sweetheart, Jen. Jen is much more intuitive than me when it comes to people. She can spot someone that she doesn't trust a mile away. She doesn't like drama, and she's pretty black and white with regard to how she lives her life. I appreciate those qualities in her. When it comes to finances, though, she does not have any desire to be the lead person. She's never had that desire. So when I start talking about dividends, arbitrage strategies, owning real estate in an IRA, her eyes literally start to gloss over and she begins to yawn. It's not her thing. We make joint decisions, but she's always deferred to me when she's been questionable about what to do. I wouldn't want to leave her to the wolves if something happened to me. Most likely, you don't want to do the same to your non-lead spouse if you're the one that makes the financial decisions. So wouldn't it be important for a do-it-yourself or with a spouse like mine to have a relationship with someone that you can trust? Establish that relationship now so that you don't have to worry about leaving your spouse to the wolves if you get passed away or if you pass away or get debilitated. Another thing is that you have limited resources. As a do-it-yourselfer, you can't be an expert in everything. You've undoubtedly met some people that think that they're an expert in everything, and you can see right through that bravado. I certainly have and can wager that if you've been on this planet long enough, you have as well. There is an old phrase, jack of all trades, master of none. No offense men here, but it's naive to think that you can do everything that a really good financial advisor can do. 
Now, I'm not talking about someone that only manages your money in the stock market for a fee. I'm talking about a knowledgeable, resourceful idea or strategy generating financial advisor, somebody that helps you coordinate and integrate all your financial assets and decisions for maximum efficiency. You could be limiting yourself and you won't know until you sit down with somebody that's really creative. And I'd like to be that person you sit down with. Or I'd like you to sit down with one of my advisors. And if that makes sense to you, then call us. Get our information. Set an appointment with us. Let us give you a second opinion. Okay? I've got a call to action. The case for a second opinion on your investment planning. Five reasons why now is the time. It's 31 pages. I'll email it to you today. I think after you read this, you'll find it super compelling. And I think it's a good case. And uh, maybe it's what you need. 800-682-2806. Now, rest assured... I, Sean Davis, I'll be back here, same time, same place, next week to talk more about your money. This has been Uncommon Investments and Resources. Have a great week. Different types of investing involve varying degrees of risk, including market fluctuation, possible loss of principal value, or liquidity. There can be no assurance that any investment strategy will be profitable. The show is now over, but this is the critical question that only you can answer. Was it informative and helpful? Sean and his team feel that financial advisors should bring you knowledge, information, and resources that you cannot easily come by on your own. Otherwise, what is the point of a financial advisor? If you can do what they do, you probably don't need one. There are two ways to make the information you heard here today more valuable to you. First, call or go online to receive the white papers Sean offered. Having a tangible copy of the information will allow you to take notes and review. Second, take the advantage of the opportunity to sit down with an advisor one-on-one. -on -one. Retirement planning is complex and individual. It requires the knowledge of professionals. If you requested information, you will be called to personally schedule your no-obligation private meeting. Call 800-682-2806. That's 800-682-2806. Online at davisfinancialadvisors.com.